again and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I am your host Natalie Green and I'm so happy to have you here today. So for today's episode, I wanted to discuss our reactions to anger. It is almost impossible to not be exposed to some form of anger or irritation each and every day. We see it in the news, one side is always mad at the other or there is some form of injustice going on that in turn makes us angry. We see it on the internet when someone might post something and there's always some kind of argument in the comment section. Or simply out in the world when we are driving, we might see road rage or at the grocery store or I've even seen it at a craft fair. So really, we do see anger each and every day in our lives. And I think it's important to discuss not only how we react to the anger in others, but also the anger within ourselves. We are very emotional creatures, and we can easily be hijacked by these emotions. In today's episode, I wanted to discuss the meaning behind our reactions to others' anger, as well as our own, and how we can better handle both situations to try and find the best outcome. As always, before I jump in, I will go over what I've been into and what I've been up to this past week. What I've been into green juices. So I asked for a juicer, I think two Christmases ago, and I have been making two juices every week for that period of time, really. I use celery, green apples, cucumbers, lemons, and I think that's it. And I just make them every Monday and Thursday and they're really super yummy and it's a little bit tedious to make them, I'm not going to lie, but I have been trying to change my attitude about it and to think differently about it and to appreciate that not only do I have this machine, which I'm very grateful for, but also I love green juice. I think it tastes super good and it's a lot cheaper to buy the ingredients and make it myself than it is to spend $10 a bottle at any place that sells juice. We all know juices are overpriced. So I changed my attitude and know that the time and effort I put into making the juice are rewards that I will reap in the benefits that you get from drinking those juices. What I've been up to, the first tan of the summer, I am ghostly pale so pale it's ridiculous so i got out today and got some sun rays so that is what i've been up to very happy to be out in the sun love when it's warm i feel like a little lizard out there in the sun and i love it but don't forget to put on your spf especially if it is coral reef safe you want to be protecting our oceans but don't forget to protect your skin now first and foremost jumping right in i want to discuss anger I know we're all familiar with the feeling of being angry. Like I said, it's an emotion we either witness or experience each and every day. Anger is caused when we experience some form of pain or discomfort, either physically or emotionally. It acts as a secondary emotion. I am sure you're wondering how that's even possible because you feel like you're instantly angry or irritated when you stub your toe. But in reality, you're experiencing anger as a distraction from the physical pain you are feeling. Interesting, right? You stubbing your toes shouldn't actually lead to you being angry, right? It has nothing to do with your emotions. It is a physical pain. Yet we respond with anger as it distracts us from that physical pain. 
It's important to first understand that anger is a secondary emotion before we dive into the anger of others because this lays the groundwork for understanding why people often react in anger. It is a way to avoid being vulnerable to other emotions that might make us even more uncomfortable. It can be looked at as a defense mechanism to feeling even more physically or emotionally uncomfortable. Now that we understand that anger is a secondary emotion, we understand that there will be a primary emotion underlying the anger that we just need to take the time to uncover and understand. Now, there are typically three ways that we express anger, outwardly, inwardly, and passively. I'm really only going to touch on outwardly and inwardly because obviously outwardly is towards others, inwardly is towards ourselves, passively is just a different topic than I want to discuss today. We're going to stick to outwardly and inwardly. Now, starting with how we can best respond to the anger of others. First and foremost, try not to take it personally. It's really easy to feel like the person who is angry is specifically angry at you, when in reality, it's much more likely that they are upset with the situation. If you did not do something to deliberately and intentionally upset that person, they're not really mad at you. Try to remember that. Even if they are a bit frustrated with you, emotions are fleeting. They will not feel that way in likely several hours. And even if it takes longer than that, it's unlikely that they will feel that way given some amount of time. There is no such thing as permanent anger. People can hold grudges, but it's not permanent anger. Also, it's not that common for people to be holding grudges over your everyday anger situations like that. Next, you should pause and think long and hard before you respond. This is something that has both irritated me and inspired me about my sister for a very long time. If we are arguing or if she is arguing with anyone, she takes these long pauses. Well, okay, in reality, they're about 10 to 15 seconds, but I swear in the heat of the moment, it feels like a lifetime. It feels like you're sitting there for an eternity for her to respond. But she takes this time before responding to someone who is clearly angry so that she is responding, not simply reacting to their words or emotions. I think that this is so important and really key to best handling a tense situation with another person because if we immediately react to the anger of others, we may also respond with hurtful words. It is impossible to take back the words we have said to others. You can't simply erase them from their minds, right? It is so important to be careful with how we use our words. If we say something hurtful in the spur of the moment to someone that we care about, there is no way to make them forget what we said, even if we really didn't mean it. Try to take a moment and pause and respond as opposed to immediately reacting to the anger of others. Next, you should try and look for solutions. Now, this can go both ways. Sometimes offering solutions might just frankly, piss the person off more, but genuinely asking them how you can help them in this situation shows that you are not only validating their feelings, but that you're also there to help. Sometimes people just want a listening ear. Other times they're really looking for help. They're looking for other solutions. They're just frustrated and only focusing on that single moment and not thinking outside of the box. So it could be helpful for you to be there and 
take them out of the emotions that they're wrapped up in to see the bigger picture. This connects with what I mentioned last week about being a friend who is a giver, not just a taker. This is a great opportunity to be a giver and help give them more perspective, but also maybe you are giving them the time and effort and ideas to help better their situation. Lastly, you can simply walk away. Now, I don't mean literally turn your back and walk away as this is more likely to make them even more angry than anything else, but get out of the conversation as politely as you can. I won't name names, but sometimes when I'm talking to people, I can tell they're just angry for no reason and I really can't do anything to change that or because it's sometimes not your job to try and make that person less angry, I'll just end the conversation. I cherish my positive energy and I do not want the unnecessary anger of others to tarnish it. Now, I'm not saying to just hang up on your friends or family if they're angry, but sometimes if you're talking with someone and they start going on a tirade with no purpose or real meaning behind it, you should remove yourself. I do. I think it is important to know yourself and I always want to be honest on the podcast, so that is honestly something I do. I don't let myself get pulled into their anger. I disconnect myself from it completely. Following up on how we should react to the anger of others, I think it's important to talk about how we handle and manage our own anger. Whether you have a quick temper, like lighting a match, or a slow burning temper, like lighting a fuse, it would benefit not only ourselves, but also others around us to better understand and manage our own anger. I happen to be I happen to have both of these types of anger. Um, I get it from both of my parents. One is more quick to be angered and the other is a slow fuse. And they do say that genetics plays a part in how you express and handle your anger. So I think that's very interesting, but definitely a double-edged sword there. But having both of these types and ways that I express my anger, I have taken a lot of time to try and step back and understand my anger a little bit better. And I do really put in the effort to not let myself be engulfed in that emotion so easily. I think that the first way to address our anger is to step back and dissect why we are feeling that way. Just as we acknowledge that others are feeling anger as a secondary emotion and it's following a deeper primary emotion, it is the same within ourselves. We simply need to take a moment to understand the emotion underlying the anger. There are so many different ways to do this. I like to start by taking four deep breaths in and out. This helps ground you and give you a moment to pull your attention away from the emotion taking you over. It doesn't take very long and it really does help. Next, stop and ask yourself, why am I so angry? What am I so angry about? I have a pretty good example of this last week. I was actually really struggling with the podcast episode and editing it. I could not get the volumes to line up on the intro, the discussion, and the outro. And I spent an hour messing with the editing and I could not seem to figure it out. And I was so frustrated and angry. It felt like I had wasted so much time. So I was very much wrapped up in my frustration. So after you're taking these deep breaths and you ask yourself, what are you so angry about? Try and find the primary emotion underlying your anger. 
Is it fear or shame? Maybe it's embarrassment. Is it hurt or are you feeling slighted? How is this making you feel physically? Is there a lump in your throat? Does your stomach feel like it's in knots? Is your forehead burning? When I was angry about my situation with the podcast last week, I felt honestly the frustration stemmed from feeling like I wasted a huge amount of time and a little bit of embarrassment from wondering like why could I not figure out the editing like I had for all the other episodes and if I had to publish it how it was were people going to think that I just wasn't doing as good of a job as I had been so it was those underlying emotions that led to the anger and it presented itself in a burning in my stomach (laughs) my stomach was turning I was so irritated feeling like I had wasted an hour of my precious weekend on something that I could not figure out but I had done so many other times but next you can ask yourself what is the worst outcome of this situation Is it really that bad or is this simply an alternate situation or scenario than I had originally planned out in my head? This will get you to look outside of the current events and see more of the grand scheme of the implications of the situation. Typically, it's not as bad as we originally feel, or we can take a moment to think of solutions for the issues at hand. In my situation last week, I pulled myself out of the situation and realized, okay, so if I have to post the episode now, it just doesn't sound as great as it usually does, but people will understand that this is a one-woman show. It's just me recording, editing, doing the research, everything. No one's going to discredit the episode just because the editing isn't as good as it usually is, and I doubt people will stop listening to the podcast completely because one episode has different volumes than usual, right? It is not as serious as it felt in the moment. And I'm doing the podcast because I love it. I love to learn. I love to do the research. And I just needed to take a moment and remind myself why I do the podcast. It's not a chore. It's not because I want to get frustrated. It's a joy, a pleasure, and I'm lucky to be able to do this podcast. Lastly is acceptance. We must accept that there is sometimes nothing else we can do. We can only try our best. If things still don't work out, that's okay because there's literally nothing else you can do. Why waste the time and energy to be angry about something that you can't control? The only thing that you can always control is your attitude. And I cannot stress that enough. A few other ways to manage your anger are, number one, reframe the situation. When I start to get frustrated because I'm inconvenienced in some type of way or because maybe someone cuts me off or something like that, I try to remind myself that this is a perfect situation to practice patience. Patience, it's like going to the gym. You got to work it out in order to be strong and in order to have a lot of patience. So I feel like I've got a lot of opportunities to flex my patience muscle each and every day. So try and take those situations that are not optimal or have inconvenienced you as a moment to practice patience. And again, I can't emphasize this enough. Don't take it personally. People are not generally trying to make you angry. You think a stranger or your friends and family think to themselves, you know what, I'm going to do X, Y, Z because I think it will make so-and-so very angry. That's what I want. 
No, we are all wrapped up in our own little bubbles, only worried about ourselves and not intentionally making each other angry. It's not personal. Someone cutting you off is not personal. Someone taking 30 minutes in the drive through line at McDonald's is not personal. Can't emphasize that enough. Just try to remind yourself that. I have to remind myself that each and every day. It's not personal. Take it lightly. Lastly, use humor. This really works for the small things, like when you get frustrated because everything just seems to be going wrong one day. Um, For example, the other day I spent an entire day doing laundry. I have to go use the coin laundry underneath my apartment complex. And number one, it's expensive. Number two, the washing machine. I don't know what's going on, but if you put too many clothes in, it doesn't wash all of your clothes very well. And if you wash blacks, they're going to have weird little white marks on them, like I don't know what it, I don't know if it's the detergent, I don't know if it's the water, all kinds of things. So I was already frustrated by that. My clothes didn't fully dry in the dryer, and then I hung up a few of them to dry up a little bit more. They didn't dry completely because it had been raining a little bit. And then finally when I felt so defeated and I was walking back up with my partially dried laundry, the rain gutter poured some rain on them. <laughs> it wasn't a ton, but I just laughed because I was thinking That's so funny that I just spent all this time trying to dry these clothes and then it got rain on them in the last minute when I was trying to walk upstairs with them. That's kind of how you have to look at it. And you can say to yourself, ah, that seems about right or figures that would happen to me, but don't say it in a negative way. You can just say it in a, in a joking way to yourself and be like, oh, well, that makes sense. That would happen today. Just try to make yourself chuckle at the irony. Don't let it get you down. Don't be mad about it. Don't get frustrated by it. Just take it as a small joke from the universe. Honestly, it's hard not to laugh a little bit about that. So try to put a humorous spin on it. The best way to sum this episode up is with the analogy of a train station. Picture this. You are standing alone at a train station, and various trains come by your stop. Each of these trains represent the hundreds of thoughts and emotions that you feel each and every day. You alone have the choice of which of these trains you want to simply acknowledge and let pass you by, like negativity or anger or the trains that you want to board, like happiness and positivity. You get to make that decision by yourself. So choose which train you want to board and which one you want to let pass you by. Now I will end with a quote from Mark Twain. And he said, quote, Anger is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than to anything on which it is poured. that will end today's episode. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening and keep consciously blooming into your best self.